Lel Shishi, Pashas Bamidbar, Toshim Pei Aluf, Zerashim Shinshir, and also Shvuas. Good evening, we are starting the Zerashim Shinshir. Uh, starting off first from Pashas Bamidbar. The Pasuk says, Vatokaches Alevim. So the question is, yeah, why are the Prairie Israel are exchanging themselves with the Levim? So the Medrash Rabbah says, since HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world, the Bukhairim were Makriv. Other Mauritian, this is what, uh, this is what it says here, Other Mauritian was Makriv, he was Bukhairish Eloilam, he wore Big Day Kahuna, whatever they were. Once he died, he gave it over to Shays, and Shays gave it over to Mishushelach, and Mishushelach gave it over to Noyach, and Noyach gave it to Shem. Yeah, so the Medrash asks, was Shem a B'char? Yefes was the B'char. But since the Ovois came out from Shem, he was like a B'char. So it says here, it seems here, that the B'charists were Kadosh from the beginning of the creation of the world. And the Pasuk says, no. Kili called B'char b'bnei Yisrael b'adama b'bei behima. So it says here quite clearly, it says here quite clearly that the Bukhairis, the Bukhairis became, had Kedusha only at the time that uh, HaKadosh Baruch Hu took them out of Mitzrayim. And that's it. But before that, there was no Kedusha's Bukhaira. So what is the Medrash saying? that the Bukhairis were actually already Kaddish Bekdusha before, from the days of Adam Arisha. Says that Hashem Shem, we have to first bring another Medrash. It says, B'ni Bukhairi Yisrael My firstborn, I'm Yisrael. Omer HaKadosh Baruch Hu Leparoi Iyatu Yedea, don't you know Kamo Chivavti Yisra Bukhairis? I wrote in the Torah that you're not allowed to work. Somebody who has a firstborn axe is not allowed to work with it. It's Kaddish Pektush's prayer. It has to be given to the coin. Yeah, and Pari could have said, Adarab, I have a Fakar Teraya. Of course, in the Medrash, in Tepashas told us, it says, Why was Esau born first? Kedeshi Eitzehu, Vietzei. Srichoi Imoi, that all all his all his uh all the the, the, the the dirt, all the schmutz is gonna go out with Asav, and then everything will be clean. That there was somebody who was a janitor in the in the bathhouse. First he cleans out the bathhouse thoroughly, 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 thoroughly. And after he cleans out the bathhouse thoroughly, 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 then People come in. The princes come in to wash. So Esau came out and took all the junk, and that's it. If so, a par is worse. A par isn't the best. The par is the worst. Says Zerashimsha. Yeshloimar. Deinachanami. For sure. A par yeshloim mitchilas habriya yoisachashivas. A par taka from day one has more chashivas, that's the way the Rebbein Shalom created the world, that the B'char is chashiv. What happened? 
Niskalkul Adoris through the Nochash who put Zuhama into Chava, and then the Bchoris were bad for quite a while. And then in Shibud Mitzrayim, the Shibud was a cleansing procedure that gave the Bchoris back their purity. As it says that by Mamad Har Sinai, it says that they pured themselves. to such a, 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 a darga that they weren't supposed to die. The Sahara was like away from them. And they were elevated for, for quite a while. Yeah. And and the Kodesh Baruch Hu Taka cleansed them in Mitzrayim through the procedure of the Shibud in order that they should be able to be Mechabal the Torah. And th- therefore, uh, this the way it, uh, we have it now, we know that on Hay Sivan, which is going to be Sunday, on Hay Sivan, the Bchoris were Makriv, Korbonis, and Moshe Rabbeinu then was Mekadesh Am Yisrael, that he sprinkled the blood on them. So, therefore, the Bchoris had a, a tremendous Chashivus, as the Pasuk says, Af Ani Bchor Etneu. So, they became more Chashiv than anybody else in the Bria. And that's that. And that's why the Bukhar is supposed to be exactly the ones that are Makriv. But, but, Taka in the beginning, after the Chet of Adam, Arishan, and Chava, the Bukharis were on a lower level. And that's why Adam did not give over the Kahuna to Kayin. Rather, he gave over the kuna to Shays. Shays gave it over to Mr. Shalach. We don't know that Mr. Shalach was a Bukhar. And, again, <coughs> Mr. Shalach gave it over to Shame. Shame gave it over to Avraham. Avraham gave it over to Yitzchak. And Yitzchak gave it over to Yaakov again, who was not a Bukhar. He bought it. And that's that. And therefore, there was this greatness there that everybody was elevated. Now, after Matan Torah, after Matan Torah, everything was, was amazing. And, the, and, and everything was elevated, and the Bukharis were able to go back to the Kedusha that they had since HaKadosh Baruch who created the world. And it seemed that this was going to be like sort of the greatest uh, thing on earth at this point. But then the Bukharis danced and were macrit to the eagle. And therefore, they lost it. The only ones who did not do that, the only ones who did not do that were the Bnei Levi. And therefore, the Bnei Levi were then chosen to get the Bukharis instead of the Bukharis itself because they didn't worship the eagle. And Shevet, Shevet Levi is what it's called, Ani And in Mitzrayim, they also did not have Shebut. It happens to be that Dorachayim HaKadosh asks a, a, a tremendous kasha. If we look at the numbers in the parsha, Shevet Levi, even though we're counting them from babies that are 30 days old, they're the, they're, they're the smallest Shevet in number. 
They only have twenty three thousand. Nobody, nobody was, was was so small. And why did that happen? And that happened because they weren't in the shibud. It says in the pasuk, Those that were under the pressure, those that were tortured, were multiplying a lot. But Shevet Levi, that was not doing that work, and that was that. Dorachaim explains more than that. That's why Amram divorced Yecheved. Because, because, the, 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 what happened was that he saw that they're throwing people into the, into the sea, and he said, I, I, we can't, we can't, uh, that's it. He got divorced. And when he got divorced, many Levim also got divorced. So Pashat Levi, in the last years of, 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 of before Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, many of them weren't married at all. So they weren't having children. And that's why Shevet Levi is young. Yaakov gave over the Pchayra, actually, was going to go to Reuven. It was. But he took it away. He took it away from He said, yes, sir, in the Brochus, he said to Ruvain, and therefore Yeser says but he had to take it away. And he didn't actually give it over to somebody designated. He just it was understood afterwards that the Kuhuna is going over to Levi, but there was Shibud Mitzrayim, and actually at that point in Shibud Mitzrayim there wasn't the, the whole concept of Kuhuna. Rashi says, says the 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 the, the Zerashimshin that Rashi says that why was Levi called Levi because Hakadosh Baruch Hu sent the Malach Gavriel and he said bring Levi to me and right away he 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 packed Levi with tremendous matanis. So the question is, wait, so this was this was a setup. So this was a setup. The eagle is a teretz, meaning beforehand. Beforehand, it was known already that the Levim are going to be the, the, the Levim. So, wh- what are you doing now? So, he says, no. It wasn't the setup. If Am Yisrael would not have made the Egel, yeah, then Levi would not have become the Kohanim and the Levim. But, again, so this was not, it was a just in case. Just in case Am Yisrael is not going to live up to a standard, the Rebbein Shalom had to set aside at least one, one Shevet that is going to be truthful. And therefore now, he's saying here that the Pchayra was given to Levi because he was the only one that from him, he never got the Shmutz from the Egel in any way. Pari had a time Taka. They all accumulated, the Bechorim had something of accumulating schmutz, As it's brought down the concept that the holier you are, the easier it is that schmutz can... Uh, yeah, if somebody's wearing a white garment, it'll, it, it attracts stains a lot quicker than any other garment. But of course, Hakadosh Baruch Hu was mechavev the pchayris. Yeah, a hundred percent, he was mechavev the pchayris, and therefore a pchar goes to the kain, and therefore a pchar needs to have a pidyon aben. 
And the Mir Tzashemit says, Lasid Lavoy, the, the Avoid is going to go back to the Pchoris. But at that point, once Am Yisrael worshipped, then they lost the Koyach of the Pchor. And once that was gone, therefore it moved on to the Levim, which was, according to the Rebbein Shalom, the way to go. So that's a piece of Zerah Shimshon from this week's Parsha. And now we're going to move on to a piece of Zerah Shimshon from Megillus Rus. In Rus, uh, so Naomi is trying to send away her daughters-in-law, and she says to Rus and Arpa, Yitin Hashem Lochemu Menucha, Isha Beis Isha. Yeah, let's you know, you know, go home. I, you know, I, 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 I'm, you know, I, my husband was rich. He's dead. My sons are dead. Your husbands are dead. Who were my sons? We're poor. I'm going back to Eretz Yisrael. I don't have anything. There's no point. Your princesses go back home. But the question that the Zerah Shimshon raises is: It says Yitein Hashem Lochem. Why does it say Lochem? It should have been Lochen. They're girls. And she should be using Lashon Akeva. And uh, why is he say, Why is she adding also Umetzasen Menucha? Like you should find comfort. Why not? Why, why not? So if you're going to say, oh, listen, these women went through a big tragedy... Both of their husbands died young. They did not have children. So therefore she's saying, meaning you should have good mazel with your new husbands. It doesn't make sense. Because she said already, And there's no greater chesed than they should have good mazel in whoever they would be marrying. Again, it's a little on the awkward side because we all know that Rus married Boyaz and they were together for exactly one night. And that was it. And V'oid Kashe, because at the beginning of the Pasuk it says, Yitin Hashem Lochem, and it doesn't say what Hashem is going to give you. He says, maybe maybe that was how Kavano was, Yitin Hashem Lochem Menucha, but it doesn't, it doesn't make sense because after what she says, Umetzena, that you should find uh, <coughs> peace and comfort in your husband's home. And what is the umitzena? She could have said, Yitin Hashem Lachem Menucha, and finish it off. So, the Teretz is, maybe he says, in Zerah Kaddish, in Parashas Mishpatim, it says, a woman, that her husband dies, uh, the first husband leaves something over by her. And the second husband, and the second husband, uh, when they get married, he also. So there's, there's some, there's a conflict going on in this woman between the first husband and the second husband. And therefore, many times, when Almana remarries, things don't go very smooth 
because first of all, it's it, it's a physical fact of, you know, it, it's hard to say that you know all of a sudden you forgot your whole first life, and you move on in no way. But besides the point, the the first husband is, is like a snake. There, he has some type of a, a of a jealousy. And therefore, he's, he, he, he doesn't leave her alone. And that jealousy is trying to ruin the second marriage. Again, it's not something that we understand in our physical world, because he's talking about some type of ruchniyazdika thing that is in the, the, the woman that is going on that was left over from a first husband. So he says, Is there a shimshin? Therefore... After Naomi said, Yas Hashem Imochem Chesed, that he sh- you should have Mazel Tov. You should have good Mazel in everything that is Tolui in Mazel, which is the worldly, daily, mundane things. She says, besides that, besides that, I'm not only interested that you should have a good physical life. I'm not interested that the Neshamas of Machloin and Kilyoin should rest in your bodies in any way. She knew that Machloin and Kilyoin, again, it's, it's, it's one of the hardest things. Were these really the names, or is this the name that was given to them in Ksuvim because they were sort of traitors that they left Eretz Yisrael when Eretz Yisrael was in a hard time? And they could have stayed on and helped support the people there, but they decided to leave and they intermarried. They married Goitis. They, they were not Megayer, not Orpa, and not Rus. And therefore they had these names that Machloin, the sickness, and Kilian is being demolished and disintegrated. But the source of the Nishamas was for sure on a very, very high level. And as said before, the higher your Nishama is, the easier it is to attack it with all kinds of tumah. And therefore, if they're going to go back to their mother's home, and they're going to take a second husband, who's going to be a guy, for sure, machlein and kilyoin is, uh, the, 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 whatever is there, the Ruach Kedusha won't let them live with the Ruach Tumah. And therefore she, da- she davened that the Rucha should go away. Lochem means those Ruchas. Yitin Hashem, that Lochem, the part of Machloin and Kilyoin that is in you, should go away and you should have Menucha. It's going to go out of you. And once it goes out, you'll be able to marry some other guy and live happily ever after. But that was her, her actual bakasha, that this is what should happen. And then, after those ruchos will leave, they will be able to find mitzena menucha isha beis isha. Each of them, Rus and Arpa, will be able to get married, and that's that. And she was try, and that's why she says mitzena biloshna keva, because now once they'll have menucha. From the Ruchniyistic part of Machloin and Kilyoin that was staying on, they'll be able to calm down and live a, 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 a life of peace and tranquility.
but if not, they'll never be able to remarry and live. And that's why it says, Vatishak Lohem. She kissed them. She kissed them on their lips, trying to vacuum out the neshamis of her children that was in Rus and Arpa. And they cried. It says that they raised their voice and they cried. Because they understood that this kiss was to take away any kedusha was in their body. And at the first moments, their plan was to go back to Eretz Yisrael with Rus, and maybe Taka to be Megayer, and to marry a Yid, and that's it. But now, that through this kiss, she was taking out, it's interesting, because the second Pasuk in Shirashirim is Yishokenim in Hishikos Piyu, and that was the kiss that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave to the Yidin at Har Sinai, and he installed with that kiss, that kiss was an installing kiss that he installed the tire in Klal Yisrael. And here she's taking a, 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 a kiss that is removing the installation. And this is what she's trying to get out of them in order that they should be able to marry any guy. And that's it. And that's that. Now, the truth of the matter is that that was Nami's intention. And it worked Taka for Arpa because Arpa really did not have an intention to stay on Mamish all the way to go all the way. And we all know that uh, she was with who knows how many Plishtim and she had four sons that were giants and the most famous of all of them was Goliath. That David who was sort of a cousin of Goliath, killed. But Rus was there to be Megayer. And with that, Naomi didn't understand, but she gave with that kiss a stronger Kedusha into Rus. And therefore, and therefore Rus would not leave. And therefore, Arpa kissed back Rusa was like, you know what? Take take it and I'm uh, I'm out of here. And she went. Fatishak Arpa Lukhamoisa Patrustovka. Ruf stayed on. Because she knew that she wanted to be Megayer. She understood that she has a certain kedusha in her body that there's something that she has that nobody else has. And if she is gonna stay on she's going to be able to create some new entity that even Am Yisrael never had till then, which was Malchus based David. And therefore, Boaz couldn't be with her forever in order that there shouldn't be this heavy collision. He was there enough that she should conceive. And that was it. And that's why he died. But for her it was enough to bring into the world Oivid, who gave birth to Yishai, to gave birth to David. And that was all because that Ruach, she was able to be metaken and fix the Tumah of what her husband did by leaving over his part of Kedusha plus the extra Kedusha that Naomi 
gave her by giving her that kiss of Kedusha, and that installed that there was able to be now a new level of Kedusha that wasn't there before and create the Melucha of David, which will lead in the end to be as Mashiach Tzidkenu, Bimheira Biyameinu, which is something that is ultimately amazing. And that kiss, says the Zerashimshon, was exactly like the kiss of Yishakeni Minishikos Piyu, the kiss that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave to Am Yisrael at Har Sinai by Matan Torah. And that, that, that is Taka. David was, was, was able to cut a, a deal with the Rebbein Shleilam that when people say Tehillim, it's exactly like when you're learning Torah. And that was it. And David emulated Limur HaTorah over Tehillim many, many times. He's talking about the greatness of learning Torah. And it all came from that kiss that Naomi gave Rus she thought that was a kiss of departure and it was not it was a kiss of arrival of the greatest arrival ever so we should have the most fantastic Shabbos ever we're starting tonight we should be prepared for Shavuos for Kabbalah Satora and we should be Zoycha that HaKadosh Baruch Hu should stop the violence in Eretz Yisrael by bringing us Mashiach Tzitkenu, and that will get rid of all the evil in the world. Have the greatest Shabbos you ever had, Kaltov.